right, welcome back, Facebook friends. And welcome to another evening. We're in the book again, Leader Shifts. We are working towards what are your expectations for your interactions or for our interactions with people. And we're going to define that a little bit. And then tomorrow we're going to talk about seven statements that go along with that. But on that note, again, we want to start off by saying we are in the book. Leadership by John C. Maxwell, the number one leadership and management expert in the world. <laughs> yes. So, and we're in a section called um, Work to Establish Expectations Up Front. And he goes to a scenario here, which I'm going to uh, share with you about being up front uh, with expectations. Okay. And what he says is a leader, you can either set expectations on the front end and set up the working relationships for success or leave expectations unstated and deal with disappointment on the back end for both you and the people you're leading. Expectations are critical. If you don't give people expectations, then they are confused about what they are expected to do. And then they go off and they do their own thing. And then um, it's an uncomfortable conversation uh, on your side because um, instead of you setting things straight in the beginning, now you have to do that. And it's messy because you've been going along kind of like without a roadmap for so long. And now you're trying to put a roadmap in, and it makes a little bit of a challenge. It says, today I see sharing and setting expectations on the front end as the litmus test for a leader. I go out of my way to be up front. And then he talks about the advantages of being up front with people. And here it is. He says, up front appreciation places value on the person and increases the value of our time together. And he says, upfront expectations increases the value of the meeting. And the sooner I set expectations, the quicker and easier the meeting goes. Upfront questions are the quickest way for people to understand one another and increase the value of their time together. And upfront discussion influences the way and direction that you're going to lead others. And then upfront decisions increase the value of the time. You make those decisions up front. Everyone understands where you're at. You write that stuff down. Everyone gets a copy of it. Everyone knows exactly where they stand, what's expected of them, and then they can they feel less stressed and they can proceed and effectively do the job that you anticipate them to do. Okay, being up front means you're out in front. When I'm preparing to set an upfront conversation with someone, I work to level set the interaction with one question and seven statements. We're going to go over that one question just now in the seven statements we're going to take a look at tomorrow. Um, yeah. So the question, what are your expectations for interaction? What he talks about is, is being upfront and being the first one to speak by allowing, by asking that particular question to the person to give them the opportunity uh, so that it gives you the opportunity to understand where they're coming from, 
with your meeting. It says, when I have a conversation with someone, I always invite the other person to go first. It's not only polite, but it's smart. Asking a good question without a slanted preamble is good because you can find out what the other person is really thinking. And that's more important than what I want them to think. If I listen first, the odds increase for the other person to listen to me because he or she has already been heard. How many times have you been in a meeting and you come out and you said, I didn't even get a chance to ask the question I went in there for? And uh, you somehow get manipulated to do some other stuff. And then you're more frustrated because you didn't get your questions answered. And you feel like you've been manipulated because you weren't given the opportunity to do, to ask the question that you had on your mind. So giving, letting the other person go first and addressing those questions really levels that playing field and it creates a, a stronger relationship because they understand that you're, that you're not out for yourself. You're out to find out what's going to help them and not you because it's not about you, it's about them. It's actually about the big picture, and we'll get into that in a minute. Okay. If I listen first, the odds increase the other person uh, to listen to me because he or she's been heard. When I start a professional relationship with someone, the most important thing to establish up front is our expectations for each other. What does the other person expect of me, and what do I expect of him or her? That way we can find out if our desires are compatible. We may need to adjust our expectations to bring them into alignment so that we can both sign off on them. And if I'm in the leadership in this relationship, the better I know the person, the better I know how to lead. And once I've learned the other person's expectations up front by asking questions, I set expectations for the other person by communicating. And then he talks about the seven statements that he communicates, which we will talk about um, tomorrow. But yeah, that's it. Going in to a uh, professional relationship or any relationship with the expectations set up front gravely uh, releases a lot of tension and stress, and it really sets the sets the uh, the tone for the full relationship, and it eliminates that n n normal uh, explosion that occurs due to lack of communication because of lack of questions that are asked up front. So, so critical. That question, uh, I may even put it in the, in the feed there. What are your expectations for our interaction? You know, I had a meeting with a friend the other day. It was kind of interesting because um, uh, we're kind of in the same, same business and um, He's kind of a little bit newer than me in terms of uh, in the leadership realm, as well as learning some of the online stuff. And some of my expectations, I was anticipating maybe uh, because of his experience from his previous occupation that I would gather a lot more information. But what I found, yeah, which is uh, interesting to me, what I found, I was more in a leadership position because of um, because I've studied so hard and I've worked hard uh, in this industry. So as a result, um, I understood in my mind the change in my expectation for that relationship to be more of a 
a, I thought I'd be more of a, a student, but I'm finding myself more of a mentor, which is fine. I mean, because it's important to be able to mentor others. And that's what I do here is to try and mentor and to help you understand where you're going, which brings me to the next point. So on that note, uh, talking about expectations, uh, what are your expectations for the new year? You know, the, the primary purpose for my page is to help everyone who uh, uh, comes along uh, to live into their passion. And one of the biggest, biggest um, limiting factors in that is our own belief in ourselves. And no, it's not just you. I have limiting beliefs too. Um, Brendan Bashar was talking this morning about the self-doubt that we all have within us. And there is self-doubt, but the winner or the person who succeeds just doesn't allow that self-doubt to, to stop them from what they know they need to do. It's to work in the face of that. And he called that faith, to have faith enough in the process. And if you're working with mentors and they're telling you what you need to do and it, it feels kind of awkward because it's new to you a lot of times, um, the, the, the thing to do is to step out on faith. Step out on faith and take that move. I talk about um, uh, affirmations, critical, critical. Um, if you want to take it a step further in the high performance world, we talk about taking a, a, a passage uh, like um, the one by uh, Roosevelt that I wrote and to read that first thing in the morning. Don't touch your, your phone the first hour. Uh, do some stretching and read something positive to what you want to do is is get in charge of yourself because if you don't when you what we talk about is when you look at your email what email is it's everyone else's expectations of what they want to accomplish not what you want to accomplish and in order for you to stay on track with your overall life objectives You've got to first center yourself on what you want to get done for you. Set your expectations for you. And then after you get that, you set your priorities in the morning. After you've uh, read your positive note and done some stretching, set your own expectations uh, for you. Then you can read the others. And then it, it's not as stressful and it, you understand where those are in your overall plan for the day. Yeah, because you know what you need to do to keep your life moving forward. And then you put those things in where they need to be. Because otherwise, and, and, and even in the military, it's a big example. I, me being a military officer, um, you'll have um, directions from a department head and directions from maybe the executive officer and then someone else uh, who's a uh, fellow colleague giving you direction at the same time. What you have to do and what, one of the main things in life is to realize what am I, I to I ask yourself the question, what am I, what do I expect to accomplish 
in my life and what is going to move me forward to the direction I'm heading. That's what derive, drives you and is the most important thing to deal with. And one of the uh, primary things about that, as I mentioned, is, um, and that's why I, I put that that off together, was to, to in order to live into our passion, we got to first nail down and clarify. Now, it may change, but clarify what your purpose is and what vision that you're going to pursue. And nail it down to one, and then it gives you the opportunity to actually focus and zero in. It's interesting because, you know, we talk about multitasking uh, makes you very inefficient. What you have to do is be more linear and work on one project at a time, and you will get it more done faster and with higher quality as opposed to trying to juggle more than one thing at a time. So, so the trick is, well, not the trick, the primary objective is, is to prioritize. Once you prioritize, then, uh, and if, and, and one step back from that to help you with the prioritization, when you have that purpose, it's easier to prioritize because you just look at the items and you say, well, is this bringing me more towards my purpose and what I'm trying to uh, achieve or not? If it's not, then it goes lower. And if there's something that is more important, then it goes higher on the list. And you've got to begin changing, changing the way you approach things. It's a different perspective, but it's a critical one. If you want to succeed in life, if you want to branch off in 2020 from where you've been and move on to a better place. And again, um, one of the greatest things about the offer is having that safe haven that place where you can uh, interact with people who have similar mindsets to you. Uh, one of the things that I was listening to the other day, too, is that a lot of our friends just don't want to do what we want to do, which is okay. I mean, the reverse of that is they have to decide what they want to do, and you have to decide what you want to do. But I can guarantee you, being on the internet here, there are a lot of people. There's over a thousand in in this group here that think similar to me, and that's why it gives me the opportunity to to express myself and to try and help you because you think a lot like me. And uh, I may just have uh, I may have a few more mentors, so I'm able to give you some more information that may be valuable to you to help you on your journey. Because we know success is a journey, not a destination. and But we try to enjoy ourselves and live on that journey. Because you don't want to get to the end or to the top of the, uh, the your skill set and your success tree and then be unhappy because you didn't live life. Live life along the way. Determine your schedule based on your schedule and what you want to accomplish and all of your uh, levels and different um, uh, realms in terms of your important relationships, your professional, uh, your health, getting time for all of those, putting time in for all those is critical. Otherwise, it becomes just like a job. You become 
um, tied to it and, 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 and totally, totally not committed, but totally uh, um, chained in or absorbed or obsessed. Obsession is good, but only to a degree. Uh, you've got to live too. You're living a life. Enjoy. Smell the roses along the way. It makes it so much more enjoyable. And then when you get there, you've got someone to share with. That's my lesson today. Again, I'll put that, uh, that in there again um, uh, just uh, just after this. Because I think uh, it's really important. There's a few days left. Uh, uh, I'm going to put together a few of those small videos that kind of give you a little taste of what's in there um, so that you have an idea to really make it more exciting for you to join in. All right. Thank you. And you have a great evening.